0: So what is it with Latinos and, and the cussing? <laughs>
1: I don't know. <laughs> it's in the blood. Like, well, yeah. I grew up listening to my dad. Person old. We used to live next to a convent. Imagine that. And my wow. dad would be, you know, you know, Cussing at the nuns because they will get up super early in the morning to sing and praise. Like, these motherfuckers,
0: why don't you just go? You know,
1: go get a man. And I'm like, oh my God, Dad, stop it. Go get a man. And I'm like, oh my God. Wait so a minute. Wait a minute. Everyday.
0: Are you telling me your dad was cussing nuns out?
1: Oh, yeah. And tell him to hilarious. get a man.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> Happy New Year to everybody. This is Ryan Cuffey, host of the Vision Lab Podcast. In partnership with Next Creative, I'm here with my main man, Ryan Mosley. Um, yo, we're going to kick off 2021 with an absolute bang. we have a lot of fun today, guys. Um, talking about some cigars, talking about life in general, you know, what the future holds and, and what it looks like for 2022. Amo, what do we have on the
2: show today? Cuff, our first guest of the year 2022 is a, a native of the Dominican Republic. She is the founder of Don Fausto Cigars. Please welcome the wonderful Anya Ramirez to the Vision Lab podcast.
1: Hi, thank you. Thank you, well, thank well. you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Happy New Year to everybody.
0: Absolutely, Absolutely. happy thank new year. Um, thank you well, for hopping on. We are we are tremendously excited to, to get you on the show. We've been following you for a little bit here. Um, we're going to obviously get into kind of who you are and, and what you're what you're about. But prior to that, I, I want to reflect back on, on 2021, right? Um, especially coming out of, you know, uh, 2020 with, with COVID running rampant and no one knowing exactly which way is up from down and right
1: from left. Um, how was 2021 for you? Um, I could say it was great for me. Yeah, we, you know, I, I went through a lot of stuff too personally, but I think I grew a lot too. I, I, you know, people were complaining about 2020, and 2021 for me has been a blessing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I came out with my cigar. Um, you know, it, it's it, a lot of open. a lot of doors open for me in mm-hmm. 2021. So, yeah, a lot of bad stuff happened too. But I think it happens to everybody. So, I, I'm, I'm not gonna complain. I think 2021 was a great year for me. So.
0: Why do you think people look at their past or, or perhaps even what they're going through and, and look down upon that in terms of, man, 2021 is not going my way or, or 2022 and we're already off to a bad start. It's the same as the last you know, a couple of years. Like, what can people do to, to get out of that funk? I mean, we're starting off a brand new year. Like, what can we do to get out of that?
1: It's just changed the, the mentality. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you have to be more positive. Um, you know, bad stuff is going to happen to everybody. There's nothing that you can do about it. There's good stuff and bad stuff in the world. And all you can do is just, you know, move on. You know, I, I know people that a lot, like really, really, I have, I know somebody that the moment that dad passed away from COVID last year. And that person, you know, month after, she, you know, she was back up and doing all the stuff that she used to do before. And then I know people that maybe a cousin died and is still depressed. So I know everybody's different and everybody's, um, you know, feelings are different too, but I, I just think that uh, you just have to try to be positive. Something happened. Okay. There's nothing that you can do about it. Just, you know, yeah, of course you're going to feel bad, but you have to move on and, and do something else and keep going because are you going to get stuck? You have right. to keep going. That, right. that's, that's my thing. I don't get stuck. If, I'm telling you, if I start telling you the story of my life, we'll be here for three days. And you will tell me, no, that didn't happen to you. Because you see, like, of course, I I try to smile. I've been, you know, I've been like right now, I'm going through some stuff, but I'm smiling. I can get stuck. Yeah. So, you know, you have to be, I'm not saying you have to be happy, but at least positive and keep going. Because for me, getting stuck is not an option.
0: I love that. I really do. Um, twenty 2020 twenty year, twenty twenty one was was a good year for you. Um, let's. I'm curious why open up or why bring out Don Fosto cigars. And for those who don't know, uh, Anya is the founder of Don Fosto cigar. So why this, why bring that out in twenty twenty one? Well, the
1: the dream started about four years ago and it took me a while to to make the decision and you know get up and say you know stop dreaming it's time to to you know to make it happen and action yeah exactly because some you know people sometimes like oh I want to do this and I want to do that and then it's just stay like that in the dream and that's another thing don't get stuck do it do something and um about Maybe two years ago, I said, you know, let, let's, let me just do it. And I started looking for factories in VR that can make my cigars. And I went through different ones. They made samples for me. Didn't like them. Some just took me, you know, that they, they didn't respect me as a woman in the industry. They just, you know, some people still have that mentality that women don't know anything about cigars. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have told this story many times. I went to this factory. And they made um, six different samples for me, right? So I smoke all six samples. And I said, and I went back to them and I said to them, do you know that, you, you know, that I, I smoke every day? And back then I was smoking up to even 10, 10 cigars a day. And I said, you know that I, I do smoke a lot. It's like, yeah, well, we know. And I'm like, okay. So one, two, and five were the same cigars. Same blend, same everything.
0: They tried you. So
1: you, th- yeah. It's like you think I'm stupid? <laughs> I'm not stupid. You might think that because I'm a woman, I don't know what I'm doing, but I do know what I'm doing. So I said, you know, I'm, th- you know, thank you so much for trying, but I don't want to do any in any kind of business with you. I never tell. Like, people ask me who, who, you know, who did that to you. And I'm like, I will never tell. I'm gonna keep it a secret because that's when bad things happen to you because you you know even though they did something bad to me I'm not gonna talk negative negatively about them you know nobody's never yeah. gonna know but they try to, you know they lost. try me exactly they're lost because then I found the you know the right um, factory and I can't complain. They they do a great job, great construction. Tobacco is premium premium tobacco and you know they did exactly what I wanted.
2: Why the name Don Fausto?
1: That's my dad's name. Ah. Yeah, and I got to say that, you know, my dad was a cigarette smoker, so he wasn't, like, into cigars, but his friends, back then, only rich people or the people that used to work at the factories were the ones that, that used to smoke cigars. It was not something that everybody could smoke. And we're talking about, you know, 80s, you know, and they used to, my dad's friends used to come to my house and play dominoes and they used to bring cigars and they will make my dad smoke cigars. Really? And the smell of the cigars I did like, I hated this, you know, this, this, the cigarettes um, smell. I hated that, but this, the cigars, I loved it. So because of them, I love the cigars and my dad passed away in 2014. And, now all his friends are gone, too. So I smoked my first cigarette when I was 20. And after that, I, I you know, I got hooked. Forget about it. It wasn't just smelling. I was just like, you know, smoking already. I was just trying the, the good stuff that I, that I fell in love with. So that's why I named it Don Fausto, because of him and his friends. Because, because of them, that's how I started.
0: Well, real quick, first, you know, very sorry for the, the loss of your father, um, but what a, what a hell of a way to, to tribute him, right? Um, can, for those that are watching us on YouTube, can you go ahead and show us the label? Because you've got a beautiful looking ash right now. Um, yeah, look at that. Right there. Yeah, That's absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah. Talk to us. Okay, so you mentioned the construction. And we're not a show that really gets deep into, like, the makings of cigars. However, Mm -hmm. whenever we have someone of your caliber that can speak to, you know, the the construction, the binder, the filler, Mm -hmm. the different regions, Mm -hmm. your seeds, et cetera, I I think our listeners and our visionaries that are tuning in want to know that. So what can they expect from a Don Fausto cigar?
1: Well, from this one, uh, this is the original blend. And this one is a Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. The filler is Dominican and Ecuadorian, and the binder is Dominican. So, you know, it's more like a medium, but to me, it's more a little milder because I, I usually smoke stronger cigars. So to me, it's milder, but for, for somebody that smokes maybe a little bit of everything, then this is more like a medium, and you could say even medium to full sometimes. Um, it has a lot of... Um, uh, you know, the notes is just like um, coffee, like, like dark roasted coffee and cocoa, um, nuts, like dried nuts. Um, what else? I think everybody gets different notes. Like I can tell you what I'm, when I'm smoking, this is what I get. So, yeah. you know, you might smoke and one day you say, oh, no, I don't get this. I get something else. And this is just, this is the original. I have a new blend that I, that I did back in June. And now it's out, you know, for sale as well. So that's a different one. I, I don't have one right here with me, but I think I have one in the humidor. But um, that's a different one. That one is, I only came out in a 6x60. This one comes in three sizes. Augusto, Toro, and Churchill. Sorry about the background noise. You know, I have kids here. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Um, and um, the other one comes only in 6x60 for now. I'm, due, I'm just, I haven't decided what other sizes because I like smaller sizes and um, people's like, yeah, but we like bigger, but the six by 60 for now. And that one is a San Andreas, Mexican San dress wrapper. Filler is um, Dominican and USA. And then the binder is Dominican. So that one is also a medium and it's that, that one, not because I was the one who blended it, but I I, that's my favorite that I I, this one is really good, but the other one is my favorite because that's my true baby. That's the one that I sat down, spent a whole day smoking cigars, over 20 cigars, trying to to make the decision. Wow. Which one was going to be.
2: Did you have the shakes?
1: Oh, no. No, no. Because I went before anything. I went and had a big Dominican breakfast. Have you ever had Dominican breakfast?
2: No, no, I have not. Been no, of a <laughs> Dominican breakfast
0: yet? Yes. <laughs> Tell us what, what's in a Dominican breakfast. The
1: Dominican breakfast is the green plantains. You know, yep, you okay. boil them and then you mash them. It's like mashed. mashed potatoes. It's a mashed green plantains. And then fried cheese. Okay. Fried eggs and fried Dominican sausage.
0: Okay. Now, what is so, Dominican sausage? So, what is the, is a pig different over there? Oh, what makes,
1: yeah. It's, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, regular sausage, let's say you can even feel the meat. Imagine like a, like a hot dog, okay. but bigger, you know, it's more like that. Like it's like they blend all the meats together and they compact it real good. And then it, it looks more like a hot dog, but like a really big hot dog. Okay. So it, it just tastes, you you guys have to try so you can understand. It's, it's a whole well, we're different coming,
0: we're, Listen, we're coming, <laughs> we're coming to Florida uh, this year. Um, I will have to, you know, get out there to you and, and, and link up and, and definitely, you know, smoke a couple I'm, of Don I'm, Fausto. I'm, yeah.
1: And I'll but, make some Dominican breakfast for you guys.
0: Yo, I'm, we're excited. And also <laughs> we'll be, you know, we'll talk about this later, but we'll be at, uh, Charlotte Cigar Week. Uh, I know that okay. you're going to be there too. So we'll, we'll talk about that yes. in a little bit. Um, but where can our visionaries find, um, Don Fausto cigars? Are, are they in retailers across the country? Or are they just, um, in, in, get their hands?
1: Florida. Yeah, it, it has been a little hard for me to place them because I well, I just got them in July. I think it was. And, you know, I work for Karen Berger as well. I, I rep her her brand. So Karen Berger was one of the first ones. So it is a Don Kiki cigar in um, Daytona, um, Cuban Crafters in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. We have them also at My, My Cigar Oasis. So Cigar Oasis in Oak Park, Illinois. That's just outside of Chicago. And LG Cigar Club in San Jose, California. And online, you can find it at lagronecigarco.com. He's gotcha. in Nevada.
0: And spell that? How do you spell it? As you say Lagrone?
1: Lagrone Lagron Cigar code Lagrone is L-A-G-R-O-N-E. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So the, the biggest question is, what can we do to get you here to Texas? <laughs> I'm
1: planning to go to Texas next month, actually.
0: Okay. Oh. But, yeah. Oh, well, I'm what, planning.
1: Are you? I do not know yet.
0: Are you going to be part? in? Yeah. What what part of Texas? North Texas or or Houston?
1: Uh, that's the, I don't know yet. Oh, well, um, then, then if it, if, you,
0: if you then you're coming to Dallas. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, we We're just, it. So
1: we're going, we just <laughs> made for you. Yeah, you're coming to Dallas. I, I want. And, I do want to go to Dallas. I do.
2: And as as, she, as she's saying that, Cuff, allow me to say thank you to somebody who has supported us from day one. Day um, one. Brown and the entire family at Blown Smoke Cigar Lounge. Um, if you're anywhere in the southern part of DFW, make sure you get to Blown Smoke Cigar Lounge. Uh, the address is 1604 uh, North I-35. You can't miss this right service road. Gigantic signs of Blown Smoke Cigar Lounge. Make sure you give the folks at Blow and Smoke Cigar Lounge great humidor, great staff, great service, everything you want in a lounge. Get to Blow and Smoke Cigar Lounge. And Anya, when you get here to Dallas, we'll make sure you get to Blow and Smoke Cigar Lounge. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we just we just made the decision. You're, you're coming
0: to Dallas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um, it actually depends. I had so many plans and everything has changed. My I was supposed to leave tomorrow to Missouri and then... Um, where I was going to go, that person got COVID. So we had to cancel that trip. So my other plan was going to be, you know, um, I was going to go to the Dominican Republic for my birthday in a couple of days and not happening. So, you know, everything has a
2: series of adjustments.
1: Yeah, exactly. So now I have to rethink, um, that um there might be a little business that i um, i'm cooking out there in the dominican republic if that happens then i'm not gonna be able to go to texas next month so maybe i'll do it this month i don't know
0: yeah we want you to get your bag number one get the bag for sure handle your business but if if time allows you to make it out to dallas you know we'd love to have you and uh hang out smoke a couple sticks and, and let you uh let you plant some seeds out here
1: well, yeah, definitely. I, I, I have to do that. I have to take a trip out there for sure. Before I go anywhere else, Texas because I have a lot of followers who are from Texas, from yes. all over Texas. And they keep asking, where are you coming? Where are you coming? And I was supposed to go to the um, Houston Cigar Week and then mm-hmm. I couldn't go. Something happened and I just couldn't go. So I just have to make my way there before I go and visit any other city. You know, in either state, I have to go to Texas.
0: Well, I'm so well, there's glad a real, there's a way. That's right, and I'm glad you said that. And I'm also glad that you mentioned uh, being a um, cigar influencer, right? Um, which,
1: don't don't use that word with me.
0: <laughs> okay, you're not an influencer.
1: I'm uh, not an influencer.
0: Okay, but you have a very substantial following following on social media. A little bit. Okay. A
1: little bit, yeah. It's okay to hold weight
0: on you.
2: Don't be humble. You better lean into who you are.
0: <laughs> so what's that What's that whole journey been like? I mean, did you get on to, you know, social media kind of expecting this would happen? Or like, how did that, how did all this unfold?
1: Now, if you go to my, you know, my Instagram and you go back and back and back from years ago, I just have regular pictures, you know, with my family or me drinking wine or what I could drink wine. Oh, me on my way to work or with the dogs or taking my daughter because when my kids, you know, we're in high school, you know, a counselor or whatever, because my daughter sings and stuff like that. And that was it. like, I haven't changed anything. You know, people sometimes, oh, I'm going to delete a bunch of stuff. No, that's, I will never delete anything that happened in my life. So it's, it's still there. But one day, you know, we had but just bought uh, this house and I wasn't working. That was in 2020 when the pandemic hit. And it's like, all I have to do is just clean, cook, drink one and go in the pool and smoke. So one day I said, you know, I'm just going to post a picture. And I posted a picture, smoking a cigar in a bikini. And followers just started, you know, started coming. I, my, my, my Instagram was open because and and this is something like before it used to be private and then my daughter started singing so and she used to go to a lot of um auditions and stuff so i just wanted to share you know her singing and stuff like that so if it's closed if it's private nobody's gonna be able to see it right right? so once i she decided that she didn't want to do it i just left it open so you never know maybe somebody's gonna see her singing and they might contact me you never know so i left it open and after that picture you know people started coming and coming and coming and I kept posting and then I kept getting more. I, I think remember when I, I posted my first um, picture with a cigar, well, with a cigar and not bikini because I had posted pictures before with a cigar. Um, I had maybe what, like maybe 500, 600 followers. And then it went crazy and it kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And when I started with the, with the whole um, cigar business, I started getting more and more and
0: more and now um like at
1: ten let let's say so yeah but and i'm not a growing. influencer there's a big difference no this is correct a difference.
0: correct <laughs> no you, i got it i respect I, no doubt um but that's opened the doors up for you in in so many different other arenas like you know even though it was on the back of your mind but like you you're, you now started don foster cigars you're working with Karen barger like How how else has social media kind of impacted your professional lifestyle?
1: Well, it actually has helped a lot because I have gotten a lot of contacts that now in in 2022, I I have a whole list of, you know, um, cigar shops. So if anybody's watching or listening, um, be ready because I'm coming for you. (laughs) I'm I'm going (laughs) to be, you know, haunting you. I'm just going to be there calling and emailing and trying to get, you know, non Fausto's everywhere. But that's how, you know, it helped. As soon as I announced that I was coming out with my cigar, um, people started contacting me. You know, maybe these people might be interested. I, I want to see if my local shop can carry your cigar. So it has really helped. It really helps. So I, I'm very grateful to that. Let
2: me ask you this, Anya. When it comes to like you said, you, you know, you post a picture, doors really start opening when it comes to people contacting you and saying, hey, you know, we want to see about, you know, possibly getting this in, into the shop. Like, what are some of the the basic tenants that you follow business wise when it comes to working with with a potential retailer, if you will? Right. Like, obviously, you know, you don't necessarily want your, your cigar in every shop because there might just be some people you just don't work with or, you know, you just don't have the right vibe with. Right. But what are some basic rules that you follow when it comes to working with with a shop?
1: Um, you know, I, am I'm not a hater. That's my thing. (laughs) I think, um, everybody has their own personality and, you know, and I have visited a lot of places and they say, Oh no, we don't carry um, boutique cigars. But then I already have been in the humidor and they don't, and they have boutique cigars. So I don't get offended by it. What I keep saying, you know, maybe in the future, when I get bigger, they're going to call me and say, you know, how can I get your cigars at my shop? So um one thing that i don't like doing is like if i go visit let's say you have a shop and then there's um uh, there's another shop like maybe five miles away i'm not gonna go to both i choose either one or the other one because then if i go to yours and i sell my cigars to you and i go to the other one i'm taking you know this from you and giving it to the other one, and vice versa so that's something that i i That's what I have to like, maybe work a little better now in in 2022, see which ones are going to be the ones. And I have a big list of of people, especially in Texas, a lot of shops in Texas. Now that they have called me, but people want the cigars in their, you know, local shop. So I have to just analyze, go in the maps, you know, Google Maps and see what's more convenient for me, which ones are going to be the ones that I'm going to try to go to.
0: Anya, I'm I'm curious. What does the grind look like? We, you know, for you, we've had a number of folks on the show. 136, 37, 40 episodes, whatever it is. Um, and we've talked to boutique cigar owners, right? Um, mm-hmm. For you, in its infancy stage, what does that grind really look like? As you also still work for for Karen.
1: Well, to tell you the truth, here, Florida sucks. Okay. I love Florida because of the weather. I love it. But selling cigars to shops here in Florida, it sucks. Why? Um, If you go maybe north Florida a little bit, doesn't matter if you go east or west, north, you know, it will be easier. But what is, like, south Florida, which is my, my territory, let's say, for Karen, um, people concentrate more on the premium cigars. Okay, what they already know. You have a lot of people with money that goes to the shop, you know, and then what they're looking for is for, you know, Davidoff, Padron, and Perdomo—just names that they already know.
0: Right.
1: When you you mention even Karen, you know, Karen practically practically from here. Let's say she's from Nicaragua, but she's been here for over twenty years already. So. You know, you mentioned Karen. Some people don't even know who Karen is. And that's sad because she's been in the business for a long time.
0: By the way, we so, need to get her on the show. So, you know, we definitely want okay. to hook that up, too.
1: Okay. No problem. I can help you with that. But she's probably going to say, you have to have Anya with me, too. <laughs> she feels more. I don't know what it is. She feels more comfortable if I'm there. So.
0: I've got no problem seeing you again. You're great.
1: No problem. <laughs> So, but yeah, um, it's, it's the grant is is not easy here. That's why I want to concentrate when it comes to my brand. I want to concentrate outside of Florida. That's why I, I try to I'm gonna try to go to two different um states each month. That's my wow. plan.
0: Yeah it's that, not gonna
1: be easy, but that's a plan.
0: No, that's that's tough.
1: Yeah, but I, I can do it.
2: No, for sure. Oh, we ha- we have no doubt. We're we're talking about the grind and and cuff as you as as we are going down this road. Like when when you hear the word or sorry, not the word, excuse me. When I say the phrase hard work, right? Cuz as you say like you you you've dealt with all kinds of stuff leading to, just up to this point, but when I use the phrase hard work, what comes to your mind immediately? <laughs>
1: getting on the road when you're tired, when you're sick and just keep going, sometimes eating just crap or not eating at all, sleeping in, in other people's bed, not your bed, um, sleeping in other, you know, in motels or hotels are just crappy. Um, it, it That's to me, hard work. Um, some people just, you know, they get on a plane and they go places quickly and, and it's easy, but, me being a woman, hard work. Believe me, what is hard work for a guy in the cigar business? For a woman, just triple it. And it's it's sad to say that, but it's triple work.
2: Well, it's 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 sad, but also there's also a part of me that, unfortunately, right, it's just it's just the nature of the beast that we're currently in. Unfortunately, you're not the first woman to tell us that, and I, you know, whatever, not. whatever, whatever role we can play to to to. To help out in regards, to, I guess we'll 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 go down that path. But it's it's sad. It's it's true, but sad that so you're not the first woman to tell us that as far as you know being treated differently just because you're a woman. Like I don't the example you gave me gave us of, of them giving you you know three three same cigars and I gave you the samples. Like it's one of those things to where like hey I'm I'm Dominican. I've been smoking no for a while. You. Like why like why would you even like, I just didn't just fall off, a, fall off a plane here and just, you know, last night. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. And like you said, yeah,
0: it's let me Doesn't it, like, we're in 2022, right? Um, isn't that baffling that that is still happening right now? You know, sexism and, and, and certain prejudices uh, that exist? I mean, what are y'all's well, thoughts on that?
1: See, I don't, I don't get offended by it. I understand that for many, many years, it was a man's world. A man's, you know, man-dominated industry, but you know, as time passes by, let's say we have Leo from Nova, we have uh, Desiree from Drunk Chicken, um, and I, I know there's more women out there. I just can't remember the names, but you have Karen Berger, the um, Nice Leon. I can't remember the, her brand, but you know, you see, you there's a lot of women out there now getting. Their cigars. You have Cigar Cigar Beauty. She's an in Instagram, Cigar.beauty. She has her brand as well. Um, so you see more women now getting into this. I think that in a way, and maybe some women, some some women probably are gonna hate me, but maybe in a way we are to blame because I was one of the people that got that I was a little scared to come out saying, you know, I smoke cigars because of all the, you know taboos, especially in my, in my country. And it's funny because you go to a factory, half of the factory is women, yeah. you know, women rolling cigars, yeah. rolling, you know, women choosing the, 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 the tobacco and all the stuff. So it's, it's sad to see it like that, but women have been in the industry. Karen Berger, she started a cigar roller at the factory wow. that she now owns. So You know, women have been in the industry for a long, long time, but behind the scenes. And it's both because of the taboos and the prejudice, like, oh, you're a woman, you're not supposed to smoke. So it is okay for women to smoke cigarettes. But it's not okay for a woman to smoke a cigar. It's, you know, it's it's stupid because, see, my sister has been smoking cigarettes since she was probably 17. And, of course, my mom doesn't like it, but she doesn't say anything. But she sees me smoking a cigar. <laughs> oh, my God. You're crazy. You shouldn't be doing that. You're going to go to hell. It's like, well, I'm going to go to hell, but I'm not going to start smoking. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but th- that's what I'm saying. is that it, We accepted that, and we were hiding all this time. So maybe if we would have... Um, you know said let's just you know fuck it if people see us smoking then like a long time ago yeah but that's not how women that's not who
0: that's not who women were back then you know what i mean you know
1: submissive and whatever men said that's how it used to be
0: so what are your thoughts on gender roles because we had this our last episode for for 2021 we talked about gender roles a little bit, right? And now we, we've not gone down this road, but I'm curious, as a very strong uh, woman, what are your thoughts on gender roles?
1: In what sense? using in general? In general, yeah. Like, oh, like, they used to say oh men should work and women should stay in the house no no
0: not 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 that not that archaic right yeah like i don't i don't think that women should uh you know be behind uh be in the kitchen and, and tend to the children like forever no like i i i believe in balance you know but i think that the gender line has been so skewed where men are women and women are men and you get upset because you're dating a man that's not really a man man, you know what I mean <laughs> and it but it's because of this this constant clash of
1: it's the the stupid mentality yeah that's look of course, I grew up in 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 a different era, right like now the kids see things differently, but my dad was twenty three years older than my mom, so I, my dad retired. He used to be a police officer. He retired the year that I was born. Wow. Oh, wow! So my mom was, was working and my dad was home. So, of course, like that, 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 yeah, exactly. And he will do like, he, he got into real estate for a little bit, but it's not the same because he was home most of the time. But my mom, you know, we own a school by coming to Dominican Republic. So she was always working at the school, and she used to be, um, how do you call that in English? Um, um, I don't even know. But she used to work at a, at a college, one of the colleges over there, university. A I'd professor. Say, not a college, university. Now she used to be a professor, too, but she used to be in charge of the education department. So that's what it is. Like. Is it the dean or something like that? That's how you call it? The dean of the, say, the of the education, education super department? Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, there's the education department or the architectural department. So she was in charge. She was the head of the education department. So if anybody was going to go into that program for to be a teacher or whatever, they have to go through her. She had to prove it and all that stuff. So and she was one of the founders as well of that university. Oh, wow. And I think she was the one who founded, actually, that program, the education pro- program in that university. So she was like working, working, working. I, I got to say that like, by the time I was like up in the morning, she was already gone. I would fall asleep and she wasn't home yet. So she was always working. And my dad was the one home. Of course, over there we had maids. So he wasn't cleaning and cooking or anything like that. <laughs> but he was home. You know, so to me, like I wasn't raised to be a housewife i wasn't raised to to be submissive or to do whatever man said to do and and we're talking about that i grew up in an area where that's how things used to be whatever man said that's what's gone you know but Mm -hmm. since my mom was so independent she taught us to be independent as well i have another sister And I have a brother. So I'm the youngest, but my brother was, you know, he was raised to be a gentleman and to never treat women as, you know, as like, you know, to treat women as equal, you understand? So um, my brother works. His wife works. He cooks if he gets home first. She cooks if she gets home first. They have two kids and they're both raising the kids together. They're doing stuff together. So we, of course, we have a lot of religious craziness. You don't understand. Like my mom is ruled by, by religion. So in that sense, like my family is very moralist. I'm not like that. I'm, I'm the black sheep. So, but when it comes to that stuff, like um, I'm not going to, I'm not a feminist. I just think there are jobs that men, that men, the men do that. Some women can do, but me, I'm super weak. So there's stuff like I couldn't drive a truck. I couldn't could. I couldn't be a trucker.
0: No, could. I could
1: not. Oh, the, if, hell if no. You, there's no way you wanna drive a truck. If
0: you're driving back and forth for for your cigars, mm-hmm. you could you could be a trucker. That's mm-hmm. like if you would have said something like, you know, a, a I mean, jackhammer or or whatever like I, I would get that or or uh, what do you call the the people in the forest, the lumberjacks, you know? Yeah, lumberjack. You have yeah. no
1: you have to have a lot of upper body strength to drive an 18 wheeler. You do have to. Oh, you do. You do. Okay. Are you going to do, do a turn when you're going to do? I know. I tried. Believe me, <laughs> I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I think I'm not going to say that women are equal than men or men are equal than women. I think there's a lot of things that certain women can do, certain things that we cannot do. I know what I can do. I know what I cannot do. So I, I don't think I don't see like maybe we're equal in a lot of things. Maybe we're not. And, and God created us different for a reason you, you guys have exactly you guys have a thing that i don't have right and i have a, two things that you guys don't have three so, <laughs> three exactly three, sorry yeah. so you know Well, hopefully I, I you know exactly but i i just think that as a woman you can do what you can do it's, it's not like oh i can do whatever men can do fuck that that's not true that is not true. I can there's a lot of things that I could do if, if I put my mind to it, but there's a lot of things that I can't do. Yeah. So
0: so one of the I things think it I,
1: depends on mentality.
0: Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you. And, and that's really what I'm saying. And we're we're about the same age, right? We are, are really excited, like I mentioned earlier. Um, Charlotte Cigar Week. Vision Lab is planning on being in the building. What is uh, Now you're you're one of the, the the keynotes there. You're 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 one of the faces there.
1: Yeah, I'm one of the ambassadors, and okay. I am also one of the sponsors. Nice. You know, my, not me. Don Fausto is.
2: Shout out! Shout yeah. out to Goldie or Damon, the cigar culturalist. We appreciate
1: you, big Goldie. Dog. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> love Goldie. <laughs> Gotta I love, I love him. Damon. I love and Damon. He, we we always, always argue, but I love the guy.
2: He has been great since the day we met him through, through social media. Uh, you know, he, he sent us a DM and, you know, we had him on the show a couple of years ago, but he's been awesome at every turn. So uh, we definitely look forward to doing some stuff with him in the future for sure. He,
0: he is a cigar purist in, in the truest sense. Um, and there's not a lot of people that, I th- and we've interviewed a, a shit ton of people, right? But like, there's not a lot of people that are as much of a purist as he is. What has that experience with Damon been like for you?
1: Well, I met Damon last year when he was planning the, you know, the week that they used to do, but now, you know, they're separating whatever. But um, that's when I met him. And when I met him in person, I was like, oh, because, you know, we were, had that interaction like with you, you know, on Instagram and whatever. He will ask me questions. You really coming. I'm like, yeah, but my ticket. So are you coming my plane? So we would just had like little talks, right? So I didn't actually know how he was 10 minutes after i met him he was my brother forget about it we're family yeah and i I, the thing is i'm like that easy to get along with like i i'm a jokester i'm always i'm always in a good mood i might get tired like by nine o'clock i'm usually you know i'm i'm done but i'm i'm i I try to treat people with respect and love, even even the people that I don't even like I treat everybody the same. And as soon as I met Damon and, it, you know, it was a natural thing. It just it was so natural. Like if we had known each other all our lives and we talk practically every single day, even for stupid shit. He will <laughs> call me, oh, you know this now. What do you think about this? Like, are you really asking me? Are you crazy? No, don't ask me. Ask somebody else. Fuck somebody else. Just stop. And I will hang up with him or something like that. So, you know, I, I, I just love the guy. I think he's he's very knowledgeable when it comes to cigars. It's funny because he, he knows a lot about cigars, stuff that I didn't even know. Because you can be, like, I've been smoking for over 20 years. And there's a lot of things that I didn't know that I learned from him. And things that he didn't know that he learned from me. So, wow. and you know, that's the beautiful thing about the the cigar culture that you keep learning and learning and learning and learning. It doesn't even matter. You even Carlito when who has been in the industry for who knows how long there's a lot of shit that he probably doesn't even know. But when he meets somebody else that no I didn't know that now I know. So this is the beauty and, and knowing um you know meeting Damon to me has been a blessing. I, I love the guy. We argue and we joke all the time but He's easy you know, to argue but you don't understand like that Goldie shit like you said, Goldie, that was just laughing because <laughs> we, we were in a group chat and somebody said something Goldie and I grabbed one of his pictures. And I put like Goldilocks, you know. <laughs> <in the picture. laughs> and it's like, yeah, here's here, Goldilocks. And he was so pissed. And I was like, seriously, are you gonna fuck with me like that? I'm like, what can I do? That's me. <laughs> so he gets mad easily, but then like, he's okay. And you know, no, nah, he's, he's a good dude. He, he's just a lo- he's a lovable person. I, I love yeah. the guy.
0: So um we talked a little bit about uh, Karen and her brand. I've got to ask this question. How do you balance being a a boutique cigar brand uh, owner that's, you know, in its infancy stage and and, and repping a different cigar brand? Like, how does that work and how do you how do you balance that?
1: It's it's a little hard. I'm not going to say no. I, I also rep for another another brand as well. But what I try to do when I'm doing Karen, I'm only doing Karen. You know, it as I, you know, because I just have to do it that way. For me, it's it's better doing it that way. I don't go. Okay, if I'm going to go and sell Karen, I'm not going to present my cigar to this company. I'm going to go and, first, of course. And I have gone to places like first for Karen then I'll go back and then for myself.
0: That's exactly what I was going to ask you. Like, OK, now you got Karen in the door. Are you going to bring, you know, uh, your cigar into the building as well? Mm-hmm. And, and, and she doesn't didn't obviously she doesn't trip on that or the sales folks don't trip on that.
1: No, let me tell you something. Sometimes she's like, oh, where are you? Are you in Orlando? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, we're going to do, we're going to have a few events. Can you come? And I'm like, yeah. So I just show up and I think that I'm going to help. She calls the owner. Oh, come here. Look, this is Anya. She owns her own brand. Talk to him about the brand. Talk to him. And she pushing me like, really? Seriously? So that's another thing that I love about this. There is no competition. She doesn't sit, see me as a uh, you know as a competitor. She sees me as a sister, uh, as a friend uh, you know as an employee or whatever but she helps me and I'm helping her it. in a way right no, yeah, she does because she knows she it's hard it. and, and the thing is like w- before she hired me, she knew I was working on my cigar my, my cigars were already done for months and they were sitting in, the, in, the, in an aging room. We were just waiting on the boxes and she knew about that. And as soon as I got my cigars, I, I remember that I had just picked them up from the, from the broker and I had my car full of cigars and I had to go pick up some stuff for, for from the store. And she was there. She's like, oh, let's have a cigar. And we're talking. Like, yeah, I just pick up the cigars from from the broker. She's like, what? You have the cigars in the car? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Bring me, you know, three, three and three. And I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring them to me. And just, just let's get it done. And I'm like, wow. So it's, it, you know, she knows how hard it is. Yeah. And since she knows, she helps. And, and that's something that I truly love and appreciate.
2: That's can, I, can I, can I get, can we give Karen a round of applause? Cause Cuff, we talked about this in our <laughs> last episode. We talked about this, like people put it, like everyone put your egos to the side and everyone start working together. Like there's enough out here for everybody. Like yeah. let's get over the dumb stuff and let's figure out a way to come together and, and everybody can eat, everyone can succeed, everyone can prosper. Like, shout out to Karen, like a round of applause to you, Karen. Thank you so much for doing that. It is it's cool to hear that, like you said, she already knew what you were working on. And as opposed to as opposed to her trying to trying to snuff out your your fire, she's like I'm gonna feed it. So like I it's really cool to hear that. And no, she actually
1: everybody- offered me a job. That's the fun thing. I told her what I, what I was doing. I, I'm waiting for the boxes for my cigars to come. And then the next day I get a call from her sales director. Oh, Karen must know if you want to come to work for us. I'm like, what? <laughs> are, are you being serious? So that's the type of person Karen Berger is. A lot of people, and I know that a lot of people talk shit about her, but I, I can only say that I love Karen. We are different in many ways where we are the same in many others people see her she's she's very serious person of course she she's very respectable and all that stuff but karen is the funniest lady that you can that you will ever know she's super funny and i you know being with her i'm always laughing we're always joking and and to me like it's another blessing like i'm always talking about blessings because even the bad stuff to me that happens you learn from them those are blessings so Ken definitely has been a blessing. She's she's great and I have a lot of you know, tons of respect and love for her.
0: What does it look like from your vantage point, obviously having someone that is so well respected in the industry, almost and, and forgive me for, for using this word, but kind of mentoring you and 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 teaching you along the way, um, what does it look like from you to know that there's Latinas out there that are that are making such a, a an imprint or in the, in the cigar
1: industry. Well, to me, I, 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 couldn't be more thankful than, than, you know, God made me, I, I gotta say, I, I didn't like Karen the first time I met her. I didn't like her and, and maybe it sounds bad, but it was me prejudging her. And once I met her, I said, you know, I, I gotta swallow my, my words. I didn't tell, you know, I didn't tell anybody. It was something to myself. And the first, when I told, when I sat down the first time with her and I said, you know, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing. It's just like, oh, can I give you some advice? Because I've been in the business for a long time. To me, I was just like, really? You're going to give, oh well, yeah, I'm going to give you some ideas too. And she gave me a bunch of ideas that I have already implemented when it comes to, to Don Fausto that I, I'm like, I'm so grateful because I got to say, there's a lot of drama and there's a lot of, I'm not going to say bad people, but maybe, and I even say haters, but people are um, selfish that they, they think the the business is just them and don't, you know, they don't want to help anybody else. And one day, you know, Karen is doing this for me today, I, maybe in, in five, 10 years. I'm gonna do for you know I'm gonna do the same thing for somebody else. Yeah, yeah you have to pay it just, forward. That's I how I
2: say I love hearing this energy. Like, thank you again, Karen. This is really cool to hear.
1: Oh yeah, Karen is it's great, and not because you know I work for her. She's great. Even if I to I quit tomorrow, I'm still gonna think that she's great.
0: That's awesome. All right, P. I think it's about that time. We have it. Yes. We we'll open up a little bit and have some fun with Miss Anya.
2: Yes, we have, uh, we've reached the point of the show where we are going to land the plane, if you will. Um, <laughs> and so uh, before, before, I, before we do that, how can our visionaries, new listeners, everyone subscribe to the show, Like, how can they get a hold of you? How can they get a hold of Don Fausto Cigars? Like, What are the best places to, to, to reach Anya Ramirez as far as contact is concerned?
1: Instagram. <laughs> That's easy. At Anya Ramirez and um, at Don Fausto Cigars. That's the easiest way.
2: Got you. So as we close the show out, uh, one of the questions that we ask everybody who's on the show, um, it's mm-hmm. you and there is a round table or five other mm-hmm. seats at that table. You get to have whoever you want at the table. The only caveat or stipulation, if you will, is that you can't have whatever religious entity you believe in. Outside of that, dead or alive, who do you want at your table?
1: Oh, my God. That's hard.
2: <laughs> How many people? Two, five only? You get five.
1: five. Dead or alive, too. Dead or alive, Oh, Winston Churchill for sure. Okay. I think it was such a funny guy. Um, um, Sino Oh. That wasn't yeah. Um, hmm. Who else? James Gandolfini. <laughs> so right, I think is that
2: three Mo. That we've I, never think, heard I, think, I think we've had a Winston Churchill before, but Mr. Okay. Davidoff and James Gandolfini are definitely two first for sure. Okay. Okay.
1: Um I, I was crazy about, you know, the show, the Sopranos show. And he was a you know an avid, you know, cigar smoker. Yeah. And I, I had a lot of questions that I wish I would have met the guy before he passed. Um, who else? I love Carlito, so I guess I will put Carlito in there and 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 huh, and Karen, of course. Who else?
2: Okay, it's a pretty good table. It's a pretty good table. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so I've got a couple of questions for you. i since we're starting off the year in you know 2022. Um, what is the short term vision for 2022? Like, what's what's your vision for this year for Anya Ramirez?
1: Huh? I wouldn't be by the, by December 31st. By December thirty first, I want to be at least in let's say twelve states. Okay, and Texas being one. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be realistic. I want to be all fifty. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way. I want to be the whole United States. So I'm. I'm gonna hit for at least at least twelve. You know, twelve states, and then that's it for me. Like I'll be happy because that doesn't mean there's only gonna be one store per state. That's gonna be many stores per state. So, twelve states. I'm, you know, I'm good by December thirty first.
0: Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. All right. If you were a cigar, what would your flavor profile look like?
1: Ooh, that's a hard one, huh? A lot of pepper, definitely.
0: Uh oh, spicy.
1: Oh yeah, a lot of pepper. <laughs> <laughs> you could say honey too. It's it, it would be a little contrast, you know. Okay. Um, have honey, a lot of nuttiness for sure. <laughs> a lot of nuttiness. Um, and let's say dark roasted coffee mm. for the dark humor.
0: Okay. And then what's your what's your binder? What's your wrapper? And filler. It,
1: uh, everything is going to be Dominican. Okay. Well, yeah, well, if I want the spiciness, you got to mix the, the, the filler with Nicaraguan. You Definitely. Do. Dominican with Nicaraguan so you can get that that kick.
0: Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, And in case you didn't know, we do have a magical time machine here in the Vision Lab. Okay. What advice would Anya Ramirez be giving herself from five years ago? So you're five years younger and you're looking back. In 20, what is it, 2022? So 2017, what advice are you giving yourself from 2017 on yet?
1: 2017, that was a hard year, hard, hard year. I would just say, don't worry, everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to work out. And definitely everything that happened that year happened for a reason.
0: Okay. Now, forgive me. We're going to make you five years older. So you're wiser. Okay. <laughs> what advice would the 2027? Is that right? Yeah. 2027 Anya. What advice is she giving you today?
1: Huh? Just keep working hard. You're going to get what you're going to be, what you want to be. That's it. Keep grinding.
0: I love it. Don't look back it.
1: and never quit.
0: Yeah, that's dope. Um, to all of our visionaries, first and foremost, I want to say thank you, Anya. This has been just great to start the year off. Like it's a fantastic interview. Absolutely thrilled that you're on the show. Uh, remember, visionaries, each one of our guests are dropping nuggets of wisdom here on the Trail of Life. Ultimately, Vision- it's up to you to pick them up.
2: Yeah. Visionaries, <laughs> thank you again for tuning in, Anya. Thank you again for your time. Uh, we can't wait to meet you in person, and and, and obviously, uh, we'll talk about some sticks for sure. Uh, My name is Ryan Mosley. He is Ryan Cuffey. Again, Happy New Year to you guys. Look forward to a great 2022. And we'll see you next week on another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast.
1: Thank you guys for having me. And have everybody have a great year.
0: Happy New Year, everybody. Blessings.